This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It's Chrisomania, brother. That's a great question. Look at you, man, oh, with the powerful you. questions. <laughs> Woo! This is the Chris Van Vliet Show. Chris Van Vliet Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! Oh yeah, what is going on? Welcome to another audio adventure on the Chris Van Vliet Show. This episode is brought to you by Untuck It and... We are in for such a good one with this episode. David Benoit, if you didn't know, you probably know, but if you didn't, is the son of Chris Benoit. And, oh yeah, we covered everything in this interview. And I know you can't see it because this is just the audio version, but I have a photo on my Instagram. You can watch the video on my YouTube channel. He looks just like his father. It's uncanny. You got to check it out. We're only two episodes into the year. Uh, Two big ones, in my opinion. Kurt Angle. And now, David Benoit, we're just getting started here. I just want to thank you, though, for making this show as popular as it is. One of the top 10 wrestling podcasts in the world. Thank you for continuing to spread the word. Uh, And please, if you're listening right now, take a screenshot. Let me know what you think of this interview. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please take a few seconds to click subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, on your iPhone or on iTunes, could you please take 27 seconds out of your day? to leave a review. Thank you to everyone who has left one. There's been 600 reviews so far. Thank you. And the goal is 1,000 reviews. Vague goals get vague results, right? So please, I'm going to keep reading them on the show, and uh, so keep them coming. Tien's Buckets says, when you know, you know. This man, CVV, redefines not only good wrestling interviewing, but amazing journalism altogether. From the informative questions to the way everything flows together. You easily forget you're listening to a podcast and instead feel like you're a fly on the wall for a normal conversation with some of your favorite wrestlers. Amazing show. And if you haven't subscribed, you're just taking joy away from yourself. Oh, I agree with that. Don't miss out. You're in for an awesome ride. HR. So thank you so much for that review. Man, that's very kind of you. And you're right. Please, please subscribe. So I've been following David Benoit on Instagram for the last few months. He's David Benoit one If you want to follow him, I'm sure he'd love that. We interacted a little bit here and there, and then he sent me a DM one day and said, I should come on your show sometime. I love your interviews. And I'm like, "Uh, absolutely. I would love to find out more about you. So he lives in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, which is where Chris Benoit was from. I said, I'm willing to fly there. Um, My sister actually lives a few hours away in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Yeah, Lance Storm style. He said, you know what? I'm going to be in Vegas sometime in 2020. We'll make it happen there. I said, sure. And who wouldn't love a trip to Vegas? Especially if you can interview David Benoit while you're there. So I flew there, met up with him on a Thursday, and he said he was open to talk about absolutely everything, that nothing was off limits. 
and we could discuss whatever we wanted. So that's exactly what we did here. We dug into everything from who his father was to how his father's being remembered now. The murder-suicide, everything that's happened since then, his legacy, the Hall of Fame, and the fact that, yes, David Benoit wants to follow in his father's footsteps, although those are big boots to fill. He wants to get into that. So I can't wait to see what he does. I loved this conversation. Also, the fact that this is David Benoit's first real long-form interview, and the fact that he granted this to me means so, so much. So I hope you appreciate this as much as I did. It's a great conversation. Here you go. It's David Benoit. This is happening. So thank you for finding the time. And I've, of all the places to do this interview, we're doing it here in Las Vegas, which is crazy. But uh, no, thank you for uh, making the time to do this. No, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. No, you, you reached out to me and said, would you ever want to do an interview sometime? I'm like, absolutely. I mean, you have a great story to tell. But it's also like you're a fascinating person that I feel like people don't really know a lot about. No, no one knows about anything about me. No, they, I think people know obviously about your father mm-hmm. and that's kind of where it ends. And uh, here we are. Here we are. So, so here we are. And uh, I mean, just like your father, you love wrestling. I love wrestling with all my heart. It, it was my life, man. I watched it every day. And then when I went down to Atlanta to visit, we'd watch wrestling, wrestle in the pool a little bit. Mm. I got the diving headbutt done to me. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever do the diving headbutt? No. Uh, Yeah. Pools are like a great place to try out wrestling moves, I feel like. Yeah. No. So home for you is uh, Edmonton, right? Yes. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Yes, sir. Okay. So what do you do there? What's your job there? I work in the oil field and uh, just working up in Fort McMurray, two weeks on, one week off. And yeah. For those of the people that don't know, like Fort McMurray is like the place to work in the oil fields. and uh, Up in Canada. Yes, anyways. in Canada. You make a lot of money doing it. You make a lot, a lot of money. So like what's the day in, day out of your job there? I'm just uh, running the rig. So we drill. We put big drill pipes down into the ground, okay. like 50 feet. Yeah, and I'm up in a little, uh, like a little, one of those little crane tower boxes, like 80 feet in there or something like that. Did you? Is this something you went to school for? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, what did you go to school for? Uh, engineering. Where'd you go? Nate. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I got a degree and everything now, so. <laughs> what do you need wrestling for then? I don't, but I love it. Mm. It's my life. Well, it's interesting that we're in Las Vegas right now because, like, this was the place that kind of, I think, made people realize that you were serious about getting into wrestling. You came here for Double or Nothing, yes, you know, a little under a year ago. Yes, uh, you posted a photo with Tony Khan, mm-hmm. and I think people went. First of all, they went, oh, my God, he looks so much like his dad. Yes, I get that all the time, man. Of course. You're, like, a lot taller, though. Yeah. How tall are you? 6'2". Yeah. Something like that? Yeah, I yeah. I mean, like, you look just like him. Yep. Uh, and then I think people went, oh, I think, like, maybe this is a thing now. Like, you know, you could get back into wrestling. So is that the goal now? That is the goal, to get back into wrestling. You know, when I came here for Double or Nothing, I mean, I was sitting out in that crowd, man. I just got lost in the moment again, like like I was but way back, like 2000, 
when my dad was wrestling still and all that. Yeah. Yeah, man. What was it about AEW's product that brought you back in? The storytelling in the ring. Quality wrestling. Mm -hmm. That's what I love, man. Great storytelling. Go out there, bust your ass. And then, you know, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know that you were training at least a little bit. You were yes. at Lance Storm School yep. five or six years ago, yeah. was that? Yeah. Did you end up graduating from his school? No. Okay, so no. you were there for a little while. A little while. Um, and then you've been training in other places. I, you mentioned on uh, Fred Rosser, Darren Young's podcast, that uh, you'd been doing some stuff with AEW guys. So who is it that you've been in the ring with? Mm, I've been in the ring with Harry. Um, he's not technically a, you know, he's not an AEW guy, but no, but second generation, second guy. generation guy. Yeah. yeah. He knows the business. He's a, he's a beast, bro. Oh, he is. I love Harry. Yeah. He's a great guy. I love Natty too. But it, like, I feel like when we name all the people that you're like connected with, they're all second generation people. Yeah. Is that coincidental? Do you think? I think so. Cause it's also Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. I met him. Uh, Natty. Natty. Harry, Harry, Teddy Hart. You were Teddy talking Hart. about, yeah. Oh, I love Teddy. Yeah, yeah. He wants me to wrestle, train with him too. So, what are you waiting for? I should just move down to Florida already. I think that that's the thing. So you know, so you've done some training. Yeah. The goal is to, I guess, sign with a major company. Yeah. Sign with AEW. Is that the goal? That would be the goal, or New Japan. Okay. I'll yeah. New Japan, bro. I know there was like. There was I a tried m- getting in there. Oh, really? Yeah. So what happened? So hard to get in there, bro. So hard. Huh. Hardest place to get into. Well, maybe once you get some other matches under your belt. Yeah. There's no way they're going to say no. No. So there was a match you were supposed to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six years ago? It was me and Chavo versus... I don't even know. What happened with that? It got canceled. Was It, it was Jericho that stepped in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Jericho not think that you had the experience enough to do this? Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah. He was looking out for me, so and I appreciate that. Probably the time, though, that was probably like, you're probably bummed out. Well, a little bit, but at the same time, I'm like, eh. I told him I wasn't ready. Hmm. He wanted me to just get in there and do it. Yeah. So Jericho stepped in and dealt with it. So, and Jericho's someone you're probably the closest with. Yes. Have you been friends with Jericho, or has he been friends with your family, I guess, your whole life, right? Yeah, pretty much my whole life, man. Yeah. And Jericho's someone you speak with frequently? Yes. So that's the reason you were at Double or Nothing. Yes. It's all coming together here. It all makes sense. So you've been to Double or Nothing? Yes. All Out? Yes. And were you at other ones? Mm, No. So those are the two you've been to? Yeah, yeah. Backstage of them as well? Uh, no, I did all out backstage. Okay. Yeah. When I met Tony Khan. Nice. Yeah. And and then posted the photo with Tony Khan. Yep. (laughs) You were also backstage at a WWE show. Yep. In Edmonton. Yep. Wearing an AEW sweatshirt. Yep. How was that received? They all thought Chris bought it for me. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. So they thought it was a rib. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And then you mentioned on uh, you mentioned on Darren's podcast that you were banned from being yes. backstage at WWE. Yes, is that still a thing? No. Okay, so why why, why were you banned? Going to AEW. Just going to one of their events. Yep. 
What? That. Yep. That blows my mind, bro. Wow. I had to make a few phone calls and. Did someone reach out to you and go, you're no longer welcome here? Or did you like ask for tickets and they said, sorry? No, I was trying to talk to someone, mm-hmm. but they never got back to me for like a good four to five months. Oh, and they would usually get back to you? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But that, that's now that's fine? Everything's fine. How, did, how did this get ironed out? I talked to their lawyer. Oh, jeez. Okay. And then I talked to Mark Carano after. Okay. All yeah. right. So everything's, you're welcome everywhere now. Welcome everywhere now. We're good. Okay. Problem solved. Good. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. When you go, when you walk around at these shows, you must get recognized all the time. Yeah. Just because of, you know, how much you look like Chris. Yeah. Have you signed merchandise? Have you signed stuff? I signed the Money in the, brie- money in the Bank briefcase. Really? Yeah. I, and I, I get it. It makes sense. Wow. Yeah. What's when people see you like at Starcast or something like that, mm-hmm. or at Double or Nothing? What's the first thing that most people usually say to you? You look like your dad. Okay, that was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> what's this, like, what's the thing that most people want to talk to you about the most? Just come up and say hello to me. That's it. We just talk about wrestling, or yeah, talk about my dad, and yeah. That's what they all want to talk about, so yeah, I'm all, I'm all for that. And I mean, you're obviously probably the biggest fan of Chris Benoit. Yes. You, I, and I see on your Instagram, you're watching his matches Yeah. all the time. All the time. Uh, do you have a, a favorite Chris Benoit match? <sighs> oh, I got so many favorite matches, man. I got Benoit versus Jericho. Great. So, so I, got the, I just watched um, Yeah, I just watched those two wrestle in Tokyo. Wow, yeah. That Raw, first Raw ever. Yeah. Submission match. Mm-hmm. That was a good match. That was a great match. Look, I don't think your dad ever had a bad match. No, no. He took it so serious. And here's the thing. If if you're looking to get into wrestling and you're serious about this, um, obviously, you know, there, there's the final days of your father's life, but there's also the pedigree of wrestling that he had, mm-hmm. that there's this massive standard that you're going to have to live up to. How do you feel about that? I can only do me, man. He had his own shoes. I can't. I could try to fill them, mm-hmm. but I, I won't. He was the greatest of all time in that ring. Mm-hmm. My hero, and I can't, bro. I think though, you know, when when your last name is Benoit, yeah, and you're gonna lace him up one day, mm-hmm. which is your plan, yeah. People are gonna have certain expectations of how you're gonna perform in there. I think they all want me to perform like my dad. Let's be honest. <laughs> of course they will. <laughs> yeah. How do you think... I mean, obviously you haven't worked a match yet, but what do you see your style being like? Like my dad. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like style, man. Maybe like with less flying headbutts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I like, like that, that technical wrestling style. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. Harry would be a great person to learn that from. Hell yeah. yeah. I love Harry. What, um, you talked about having gear already made? Yep. What's the gear look like? Looks like my dad's. Yeah? Yeah. This is very exciting. Yeah, I got it. I got it. One in white, one in blue. Nice. Yeah. So you've got gear ready to, like... Gear's ready to go. All you need is, like, just to, you know, get the the reps there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this needs to happen. Yeah. This isn't happening working on the oil rigs. No. About making money, so... 
you're probably making like a lot of money doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So if it was AEW that got you back into it, double or nothing, being there, seeing the crowd, seeing the matches that got you back into it, were you not watching before that? No. Really? No. I'd watch it for Natty. Okay. Or when Chris was on the show Mm -hmm. back then. But other than that, no. I didn't watch wrestling for a long time, man. I just, I don't know. I, I imagine my love for WWE is just, wasn't there. Mm. They weren't producing good stuff anymore. And I find the quality was just going down, 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 down. Yeah. Yeah. We, we saw, obviously, how WWE handled the situation, how they've kind of, you know, erased your father's name from the record books. Mm-hmm. How were you and your family treated in the months following what happened? The, the news, man. The news. Just fucking nonstop. Steroids, 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 steroids. There was that Nancy Grace joke. You know, it was just terrible, man. Like, I couldn't even... couldn't even walk around. I didn't even go... I didn't even finish school. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, what, 15? Fif- How old? Yeah, 14? 14, 15. Jeez. Yeah, man, I didn't even finish my... My finals. Yeah, there we go. I'm sorry. (laughs) You didn't finish your finals? No. So did you not finish high school? Well, I finished high school. But just not that year? Just not that year. Yeah. I was in, yeah. That must have been, you know, that must have been tough for the perception of everyone else. And this is your father, the man, your hero, the man that you, you know, grew up idolizing. Yeah. And these people are saying awful things about him. Yeah, that wasn't him, man. Definitely wasn't him. He would never do that, bro. I know he wouldn't. I think something terribly went wrong. You know, the doctor said he had CTE. Mm -hmm. So that's what, at the beginning, gave me, you know, somewhat closure. You know, because of, you know, I don't know. It It just made my life a little easier. Sure. You know? didn't have to think about it you know he had ct and you know i don't think it was him so did you see any signs in the days weeks months leading up to that that can make you go my father has this side to him what do you mean like was there any would he ever snap or would he ever you know was there anything that you could go you know i i'd, I'd seen signs no, I didn't see him that much though. Like I would see him in the summertime for like four weeks, mm-hmm. and then Christmas time for two weeks, and then uh, obviously for WrestleMania. Sure. Uh, other than that, wasn't really didn't get to see him that much. So. So people need to know that you you have a different mother. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you were living in Canada at the time. Yes, I was getting ready to go down actually. To Georgia. Yep. Wow. Yep. Like how how soon? Uh, like, maybe right after. Wow. Yeah, I talked to my dad Father's Day. That was the last time. Wow. We talked for like two hours. Wow. That was the last conversation you had? Yeah. Is there anything specific from that conversation that sticks out for you? Yeah, we were just laughing and getting ready to make plans for the summer. And I got to say I love you one last time to him and, you know. 
that was the last time. And I'm sorry if this is too much. No. 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 Okay. Feels good to get it off my chest, bro. Yeah. It, I need this. You've never spoken about this I've before. I've never spoken about it. This is this is the tell-all, you know. I, I can only imagine, all of us can only imagine what you've had to go through these last 13 years. You know, with you have this image of who your father was to you. Mm-hmm. And I, obviously wrestling fans have this image of who, who Chris Benoit was to them. Yep. And it's basically a couple of days has, has completely tarnished you his, know, legacy. his legacy and, and the idea of him. Yeah, it's terrible. Man. <clears throat> it's just terrible. You know, I want them, I would like the WWE to remember him, you know, for, at least for the good times. Sure. You know, I want him in the Hall of Fame. Do you think they'll ever put him in the Hall of Fame? I think so. Like soon? Like I, I feel like maybe 20 or 30 or 40 years from now. I don't know. Working on it. It might also, you know, have something to do with what you end up doing in the ring. Yeah, it might. Because, you know, maybe his legacy's been tarnished, but you know, his legacy lives on through you, which is. Those are big shoes to fill, bro. They're huge. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Sorry. No, of course. That they are very big shoes to Dude, fill. Dude, like I can't. Like I have his last pair of tights at home. Mm. Have his last pair of boots. You ever wore? You know, I have it all. I have the belts. Yeah. I have everything. Man. So you're living in Edmonton with your mom? Yes. So Chris's first wife? Yes. Uh, and your sister? Yes, Megan. Okay. And yeah, no one ever talks about your, your no. sister. My sister is hiding, so. She's, <laughs> she's hiding? Well, doesn't want to be found, but. Okay. You know, whatever. Let her live her life. And I think she's becoming a nurse or something, too, so. Okay, well, good for her. Yeah. And you're living your life, too. I'm living my life. I'm yeah. happy. Yeah. You know? I don't know, man. Fuck. I wish he was still around, though. Of course. What do you think he'd be doing in 2020 if he was still around? Probably working for AEW or WWE. Like as a producer? Yeah. He got offered a producer job, actually. Really? Yeah. In WWE? Yeah. In like, what? Do you know what year that would have been? 2006. <clears throat> Really? Yeah. And he turned it down? Yeah. I don't know why. I Probably because he, he was still in the ring. Yeah. I don't think he was ready to retire yet. Wow. So they offered him a backstage match producer role. Yeah. To kind of say, Thank on your you. way out. Yeah. 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 Kind of like what Dean Malenko's doing now. Yes. Or, I mean, name anybody. Tyson Kidd's doing it now. Yeah. 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 Hurricane's doing it. Everyone's so, doing so many. it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I wish he took it. Or just retired. I asked him to retire, too. You did? Yeah. When was that? 2006, when he was off. I think he had surgery or something. Mm -hmm. And he came back October for No Mercy Mm -hmm. in Raleigh, North Carolina. When he fought William Regal. Were you there? No. I wish. So when you say, Dad, I think you should retire, what's he say? He, he, was th- he was thinking about it. I've, I'm pretty sure he was. I wanted him to. Fuck. He, he did everything, man. He had nothing left to prove. All the boys respected him. Mm-hmm. You know, the office respected him. He loved the WWE. He wouldn't take shit from nobody. And we saw that in the Raw tribute. Yeah. 
Nobody had a bad thing to say about no. it. No. I've watched that show, too. I cried, man. I think everyone cried, but I can't imagine what it would be like for you. I thought it was a joke when I found out. So where were you I was that in, day? I was in Edmonton. Okay. Doing a fundraiser with, for my sisters that were skating when she was skating back then. And then uh, my mom got a phone call from the RCMP telling her to come down. Wow. Yeah. So, so how did you find out? Your mom told you? Yeah. And then you guys went down to Georgia? No. No? No. Okay. Did your mom go down? No. My grandfather went down. Really? Yeah. To, you know, what, and what purpose is it for him to go down? <clears throat> and is that Chris's dad? Yeah. Okay. Michael. Yeah, yeah. So Michael goes down yeah. for, for what purpose? He was, he was in control of it. My mom couldn't do it because she had to take care of me and my sister. So right. he was in control of the estate and fucking lawyers and had four of them, bro. Four lawyers? Yeah. Dealing with the estate and everything. Waste of money, bro. <laughs> <coughs> so your mom tells you the news. Yeah. What's your first reaction? I punched a cop. I punched him. Punched him right in the chest. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. Really? Yeah, I really did. I really thought it was a joke. I just, I didn't believe it for days, bro. I think the day it really hit me was his funeral. Mm. That was a hard day. That was a super hard day. Yeah, I laid him to rest. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Because he was a good man. Oh, he was. And what are the memories that you have of him? <laughs> Gotta take a time out from this chat with David Benoit to thank our sponsor for this episode, Untuck It. And you ever see an untucked button-down shirt? They just look bad. Why? Well, because they're not meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, though, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt that's actually designed to be worn untucked, hence the name. No matter your size or your shape, Untucked shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. They have more than 50-plus fit combinations, so Untucked shirts look great on tall, short, slim, athletic, all guys of all ages. And they fit me just great, like not too long, not too short. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You can choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. And your shirts will never look baggy or bulgy or too long or too big ever again. So whether you're shopping for the perfect gift for someone else or the perfect gift for yourself so you can have a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Just visit UntuckIt.com. Use the promo code BLUE, B-L-U-E, for 20% off at checkout. And their website's super easy to use. They even have a page there that's devoted to helping you find your perfect fit. So that's untuckit.com. U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com. Use the promo code BLUE to get 20% off. Oh, man. We used to travel all the time on the road. and you tell me stories, you know. Talk about Eddie and everything, bro. He tell me life, mm. tell me what to do, and who to, you know, yes sir, no sir, mm -hmm. all that, and 
uh, you know, just laugh. You know, me and him got into little arguments once in a blue moon, but, you know, eh, happens. <laughs> Do you remember what your first memory of wrestling was? Uh, my first memory of wrestling was going to WCW. Okay. And how old would you have been? I think two or three. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Because a lot of guys won't bring their kids when they're super small. No. So you, would you go often? Yeah. Oh, great. I used okay. to go. When WCW was in Orlando, I go every day. <laughs> every day to Disney World, and that's what I did when do, I was a child. Do you remember some of the WCW wrestlers that you saw when you were young? Uh, like, Hulk you, Hogan, oh, Macho Man. Did you have interactions with them? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I met everyone, man. Sting. Yeah. Jericho. D D Eddie. You know, that he was a good man to. Yeah. Do you think that? Oh, that, that played a role, bro. I've seen it. Really? It took a toll on him, man. Mm. When Eddie passed away, oh, that was his best friend, bro. Like, those two were just brothers. Mm. Travel together, eat together, work right. out. You know, but every time they leave the arena, bro, hugging a kiss. Wow. And I love you. Every every time. So what you know, what specifically changed after Eddie's death? I think he lost his best friend, man. Yeah. His go to person who 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 he can call in and you know all that. Right. <clears throat> so what do you make of the people that say it didn't go down, the tragedy didn't go down the way that the police say it did? There's all these conspiracy theories out there. Yeah. What do you think of it? The conspiracy theories are just joke. Just a joke. Kevin Sullivan didn't do anything, you know. We had, we looked into that, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we had the police look into him, so. Yeah, I, I just think that people didn't want to believe that it happened the way that it did. No, I didn't want to believe it. You know, I thought someone broke into the house or some shit, and did it but apparently there was like a scuffle at the door that's what I heard huh. so when he was on the phone or talking to someone I have no idea what he was doing how long do you think it took you for it to sink in and go that's actually what happened it took me seven months bro wow of doing what just sitting there thinking. I thought, I thought about it every day. You know, why? Mm -hmm. Couldn't even leave a note or could have called me, bro. I would have flew down. You know, I've seen them get into little arguments before. But, you know, I would just, let's go. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. cool down and let's go to, to Chili's or something. Yeah. Yeah. What was your relationship like with Daniel? It was incredible, man. I loved that guy. I loved him with all my heart. Mm -hmm. He was a great kid. You know, definitely did not deserve that. But, you know, he's in a better place now. He was your little brother, right? Yeah. Like, what, seven years older than yep. him? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being so open about oh, this. Oh, anything for you, man. Oh, and I, I appreciate you saying that, but it's... 
I honestly just can't wrap my head around, you know, being Why? in that situation in 07, yeah. but now 13 years later having to live through this yeah. the whole time. It can't be any easier now. It's not easier, but, you know, I can deal with it. I'm more educated about it now. My mom told me some things, and, you know, I got, like, a police report. <laughs> Did you read the police report? Yeah. Oh, that must have been so hard. It was, bro, it's it's a big one. Yeah. It's, like, <clears throat> it's a good 300 pages. From start to finish. I don't know if I could bring myself to read something like that. No, but I read it. But, I mean, is there also a certain part of you that goes, that was a thing that happened in the past, not even in my past, in my family's past. What, you're 26 now, 27? Yeah, 27. 27. I'm 27 years old now. That happened 13 years ago. It's time for me to move on. It's time for you to move on as well. Yeah. I moved on, bro. You know, it happened, it happened. Way it, the way it went down is the way it went down. So, mm-hmm. Do you think if your dad wasn't a wrestler, you'd still be interested in wrestling? Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea, man. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that would play you know, a big role in this. Oh, it would be. If he was still around, I probably would be wrestling right now. There's no question. No question. You know who'd be training you? My dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my dad wanted to open up a school. Really? Yeah. In Georgia? Yep. Wow. Yeah, he had T-shirts made and everything. I think he was getting ready to uh, ride off into the, into the sunset. So you Retired think from wrestling? You think he maybe had how much longer in wrestling? In the ring, I mean. Maybe like another year. I don't know. I wanted him to retire so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Greatest of all time, man. Should have been in the Hall of Fame, but. There's no question that his wrestling accolades should have him go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah. But I think the tragedy was over. Do you guys speak about it in your family? What, Hall of Fame? or No, about the tragedy? No. I guess there's no need to anymore, right? No, it's over. <clears throat> is, all, like, is everything all tied up with that in terms of the estate, the rights to his name and everything like that? Well, I don't own his name yet. Isn't that that his just his name though? Yeah, I have his middle name. I can legally use it if I wanted oh, to. Oh, you're oh wow, yeah. you're David Chris Benoit or Christopher Benoit? Yeah, wow. I could legally use it. They can't come after me. So that's true. Yeah. Would do you think you'd ever wrestle yeah. as Chris Benoit? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Not as David. No. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. Or would you be Chris Benoit Jr.? Yeah. This is interesting. Yeah, man. I got the tights and it says Your tights? Okay. With the claw. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you think he'd come out to his music? Yeah. I've been talking to Our Lady of Peace about it, so. Really? Yeah. Good old Canadian boys. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know that that song was really special to them. Yeah. Is it Rain you're speaking with? Rain Maida, the lead singer? Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're cool with that? I hope so. Working on it, you know. Wow. So to put this into motion for you, maybe it's January here in 2020, to put this into motion for you, what do you think are the next steps you need to take if you want to get signed by someone like an AEW? Well, get in the ring, start training, Mm -hmm. and then start having some matches. 
start wrestling, mm-hmm. get my name out there, build a rep. You know, you've been working out, working out, yeah, yep. eating clean though. I don't know if anyone could ever have traps like uh, your dad. Nope, what I worked out with him once. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what was your workout like with Chris Benoit? Hell, you <laughs> 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 made me do two hundred squats for a pre-workout, like air squats. The squats, bro. Okay, okay. Yeah. Not with weights on your shoulder. No. Okay, then what happened after that? Started lifting weights. Five sets of 20. Okay. And he would just... He did 500 like nothing, bro. He's a beast. Dude, he'd do 500 when he was... Right before he goes out to the ring. Really? Yeah. Like he would lift weights before he'd go out to the ring? Yeah, he'd do his squats. Oh, he'd do 500 squats? Wow. Before he goes out to the ring. Wow. When was the last time that you lived with him? Like, how old were you? 15. Oh, okay. No, I mean, like, living, like, full-time with him. Full-time? Yeah. Uh, when I was young, bro. Like, really young? 2000. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was the last time I was living with him full-time. Mm-hmm. And then I traveled back and forth. That's a long commute. It is. Yeah. Canada to the U.S. Yep. Every single time. With WWE basically kind of erasing his legacy, Mm -hmm. what do you think his legacy should be? Remember him for his in-ring work and, you know, just the guy. He was so kind to everyone, man. You know, he'd hold the door for an old lady or, Mm -hmm. you know do anything for WWE he was the go-to guy he trained MVP MVP was over at the house wow yeah. so and then so all of this and then just you think it was the CTE like they I think the study of his brain said his brain was like an 88 year old yeah he had a brain of an 88 year old with Alzheimer's and you think that was it it could be yep I do I truly do think so Blows my mind, man, with all the chair shots he took. Not protecting himself. Yeah. Chair shots, you think you know, flying headbutt had anything to do with it? I guess he was mostly landing on his hands for that. Yeah, sometimes he would hit. I've seen him hit Regal with his own head. <laughs> Dude, like just a machine, especially when those two wrestled. Oh, yeah. Outside of Eddie... Who else were his favorites to work? Jericho, mm-hmm. uh, Rey Mysterio, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar. You're just li- listing all the greats. It's amazing. Uh, Hurricane. Yeah. Yeah, he enjoyed working Hurricane. Chavo, um, Edge. Those two were good buddies. I know that, you know, as you're, as you're starting to look into wrestling as a career for yourself what kind of advice has Jericho given you because he's been like a mentor to you yeah, he's, he's my man he's my best friend bro best friend in the business he's such a good guy I respect him so much it's hard not to respect Chris Jericho well, so what kind of advice has he been giving you as a mentor just don't take shit from anyone okay make sure the promoter pays you and flies you in and take care of your hotel and all that stuff Food. All I got, 
I like good advice, you know? I mean, for as exciting as it is mm-hmm. that David Chris Benoit is looking to get into a ring, there's also going to be detractors yeah. as well mm-hmm. that think you have no place in this ring because of, you know, the tragedy with your dad. Mm-hmm. You probably have, you know, been dealing with this for a while, though. Yep, I have. Every day. You have haters every day? Yeah. If you go on Instagram Live or on Twitter, you'll, you'll see it. <laughs> Man. Yeah, your dad's a murderer. I delete comments on my pictures sometimes. and It's ridiculous, bro. Why do people do that? I don't know. Just to get their fucking two cents in. Make them feel special. Does it, does it affect you at all? No. I don't care. Probably did at one point. It did at one point, but not anymore, bro. Like, what's it like being 14, 15 years old and having to go back to school? That was something. What was the reaction from the other kids at that point? Well, I had two months off, right? It was summertime, so... That's only two months, though. Uh, It kind of made it easier. No one really asked me or, you know, everyone was cool, so... Showed me respect and really, yeah. There wasn't like you know, no some jackass kid that was no. no. I guess when you're Chris Benoit's kid, no one wants to mess with you. <laughs> no. <laughs> did you ever get in fights when you were younger because of what your dad did? No. People like like oh, you think you're a tough guy? Like show me what you got. No. Okay. I never fought. Any, I almost fought the gym teacher once, but he was being a jackass. So <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Which is being a smartass, bro. And I told him off. I said, you want to fight? Let's go then, motherfucker. Wow. Yeah. Then what happened? And then I got sent to the office. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get suspended? No. What? What? You could pick a fight with your teacher and not get suspended? Yeah. It's all the kids listening out there. There you go. There, yeah, there you go. Yeah. But show your teacher's respect, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Show them respect. Is there one maybe piece of advice from your dad that you think about or rings true to you all the time? Just don't take shit from anyone, he told me. Don't take shit from anyone. Which is also seemingly the way that he lived as well. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't take shit from anyone. Mm-hmm. If he showed the boys disrespect, you'd hear about it from him. He'd make you do something. He made some young kid do a thousand squats, bro. <laughs> For what? Disrespecting Shawn Michaels. Oh, my God. Yep. Wow. Yep. So what kind of moments growing up, you know, with your father being in WWE, what kind of moments did you have backstage in WWE? Uh, I had so many moments, bro. They had this thing called Magic, all the props department. Okay. So I'd go hang out there with, uh, what's his name, Mike, I believe. Uh Uh-huh. We'd just have fun. He'd show me a, the Austin 316 gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The bang? Yeah. Oh, that's great. They had everything in there, bro. Brass knuckles, for security sticks, kindo sticks. Nice. Yeah. Who would you say was your, like as a kid, who was your wrestling, like who was the wrestler that was your friend? When you'd go to shows, you'd be like, I can't wait to see so-and-so. Mm, I'd hang out with Paul London, okay. Matt Hardy, Hurricane, Edge, Big Show. Everyone, man. Everyone was just family. Every time I went to WWE, I'd give Stephanie McMahon a hug. Every time. 
I've heard such great things about Steph. I love Stephanie. She's an incredible woman. Mm. And a great businesswoman, too. Oh, 100%. <clears throat> so who were some of the... Uh, actually, I want to ask you what your favorite match is that doesn't involve your father. My favorite match? Let's say Eddie and Kurt Angle. Okay. Great match. Incredible match. Wow. What about... Do you have a favorite match from the last 10 years? Uh, I would say Natalia versus um, oh fuck what was it I don't remember now bro (laughs) shit (laughs) I don't know we can insert anyone's name that we want there Natalia has great matches with everybody incredible yeah I love her she's the best there was talk for a while of them making a film. Yes. Called The Crippler, I think. Yes. And it was, I think in 2016, it was, there was talk of it going into production. There was a director attached to there this. Was a director, everything, bro. Yeah, what happened? Uh, it had to step in because they wanted to do the, the tragedy and the, how it all went down. Hmm. So we said no. Oh, they weren't making this with your permission before? No, they needed our permission. Okay. But th- th- she sent us the script, and then the end was the whole murder slash suicide was going to be all in it. And then we said no. So, How did it get to the point, though, where they're announcing this? This, was on, you know, this is all over the Internet. I have no How can idea. you attach a director to a movie that's not you know, getting greenlit? I have no idea. So you guys basically shut it down. Yep. Your family did. Yep. Okay. Got a lawyer and... So that movie will not be made? Nope. No movie. What about, you know, do you think that maybe a documentary about your father could be made? Yeah. You know, I that, think so. Yeah. That shows things in a different light, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Videos, man. <clears throat> like, there, I have so many home videos of him just goofing around or, you know, me being stupid or you should put some of that out there I should I'd, people would be really interested to see that yeah do you speak with uh, Chris Nowitzki no were you speaking with him I know he took money from WWE for what to, to not say it was CTE uh, I'm not sure but I know he took money from them so I mean he was the one who studied your yeah. dad's brain right yep. He brought the, he shined the light on it and then he changed my dad changed all sports if you think about it. That is true. If you really think about it. Yeah. He changed all the sports. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you don't see that much fighting in hockey anymore. I mean that's certainly why there's the concussion protocol they have in most sports. Yep. That's why they have the helmet rules that they have and that's certainly the contact rules in the NFL. And Phil got to see out the ass for that. Yeah. I mean, CTE wasn't really even... wasn't even a thing a th- back then. Yeah, it wasn't a thing people talked about. No. No. My dad changed all the sports, if you think about it. Yeah, I guess so. Like, that's maybe one good thing that can come out of that. So yeah. That, no, definitely. You know what? All sports are taking care of their athletes now better. Mm-hmm. Better equipment. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. <clears throat> so what do you do when you're not working or watching wrestling? Uh, I like to go hang out, play video games, you know. What's your video game? Call of Duty. 
<laughs> I just interviewed Vampiro and he said the same thing. Good old Call of Duty. All right. Yeah. Or Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. GTA is so good. It's so good. So good. When it wants to be. <laughs> when it wants to be. Well, yeah, it's glitchy and shit, so... I'm not playing it right now, so... No. no. And your hockey team? Edmonton Oilers. Okay. Yep. That, is, that, is hockey your favorite sport? Yeah, I, I enjoy it. If you move to America, you probably won't watch hockey as much. No. I loved hockey. And I moved here 10 years ago, mm -hmm. and now hockey's like my th third? What do you watch, NFL? Football. Because Ever, everyone watches it. Mm -hmm. It brings people together. It does. What are you doing on Sunday? You're watching the game. Yep. That's just what people do. Yeah, my dad would watch uh, college football, too. Okay. Do you have a team? Uh, it was Texas. What about uh, for the NFL? I think he liked uh, the Vikings. Okay. Yeah. I guess that'd be... By proximity, maybe the closest to Edmonton? Yeah. I think it is, right? Yeah, or the Falcons. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. We was down there. Do you think that WWE should honor Nancy in any way? She had her own career, bro. Yeah. You know, if they want to throw in the Hall of Fame, go for it. You know, I'll be there. I'll be there for that. You know, she had a, she's an incredible woman, man. I loved her with all my heart. She made me laugh. You know, we hung out and told me stories. And, you know, mm -hmm. that's, I think when Sensational Shea passed away, that was hard for her, too. Mm. Those two were close, too. If your dad goes in the Hall of Fame, do you think you're the one who would give the speech? Yes, 100%. Have you thought about what you might say? No. I just, I, I pictured the moment, though, Mara, when that music hits and... Woo! Goosebumps, bro. Goosebumps, bro. <laughs> every time, every time I hear that theme song, bro, you knew you were getting a, a, a fucking five-star match. Yeah. Every time, bro. He would shake the ring crew's hands. You know, that's what I did every time I went to the show. And I still do to this day. Yeah. I go say hello to them. Wow. Yeah. So he certainly, not, he didn't just in part in you don't take you know, shit from other, anyone, but, no, but treat a everyone great amount of respect. Great amount of respect. Yeah, I mean, the amount of respect you've shown me, I'm very grateful for, but, you know, the, greater, the amount of respect you've shown everyone, mm -hmm. I think is really impressive and, and shows, you know, the type of upbringing that you had. Yep. You know, you, hey, without them, there would be no WWE. Mm -hmm. There would be no show. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I thank the ring crew every time, so. Camera crew, you know, the guys that do the pyro, music, you know, mm -hmm. I thank them all. Well, I want to thank you. I want to thank you <laughs> for making this happen. Uh, um, I wanted to do this. And I, and I really appreciate you speaking so openly. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, you know, some parts probably were difficult to talk about. It definitely was. Um, how can people find you online? Find me on Instagram at David Benoit. I think one. David Benoit one, right? And then the real David Benoit on Twitter. Mm -hmm. That's about it. I'm mostly on Instagram though, so I really don't play on Twitter that much. <laughs> what do you want people to know about you? I don't know, man. Fuck, I'm not. I love wrestling, and you know, I don't know. I just 
My favorite color is blue. <laughs> you know, I got my dad. My dad retired a pair of tights. He signed them for me. Mm. Right after. It was the elimination chamber. Mm -hmm. Those tights. I have those framed up. It says, I lo it says love dad. Wow. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's powerful it is yeah yeah well, i want to thank you well thank you it's been great you're you're a great guy i've heard nothing but amazing things about you from everyone that's interacted with you and uh you know it couldn't be more true you're a stand-up guy you're respectful you're smart you know the business mm -hmm. and i'm so excited to see what happens for you in the business oh thank you I appreciate it. Because, you know, you can you can write your own ticket. You know, the world's your oyster as long as you put that hard work in. Yep. And, you know, obviously your dad had an incredible work ethic, which he's passed along to you. Mm -hmm. So now it's it's time to step in the in the ring, man. Yeah, squared circle. Here we go. Twenty twenty. Okay. There it is. Twenty twenty. <clears throat> Sometime this year, hopefully. I'll be in the ring. All right, brother. Thank you, sir. Thank appreciate you. It. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, there you have it, my friend. We got deep there. There was some heavy stuff there. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And a huge, huge thank you to David Benoit for trusting me to do this interview. Uh, he told me before we started recording that we could talk about anything and that nothing was off limits. And then afterwards, he said, you know what? I'm really glad I got a lot of that off my chest. I'd never talked about it before publicly and I'm just glad it's out there now so I hope that you like it as much as I enjoyed hearing it he's just such a great guy and I, I want the best for him both personally and professionally so take a screenshot tag me tag David he's David Benoit one he just said that and uh, real David Benoit on Twitter let us know what you think let, uh, let us know what your biggest takeaway was from this I'm so excited to see what he does with his wrestling training does he continue it in Canada or does he go to the U.S.? And I'm also interested to see which school he ends up going to. You know, we talked about it a little bit in the interview, but I think that Chris Benoit's legacy should be decided not by the last weekend of his life. It should be decided by the incredible wrestling career that he had. One of the absolute best to ever step foot inside a squared circle. And I think that now that this can actually come down to David and he has the opportunity to continue in his father's footsteps and continue that legacy of the Benoit name. So I'm so excited to see what 2020 holds for him. Failure lies not in falling down. Failure lies in not getting up. It's a great Chinese proverb that I will leave with you. We're going to have two this week. This is the first of two. I did two in Las Vegas last week. So we got David Benoit. And the next one coming up here on Thursday on our regularly scheduled day is going to be an incredible chat with Vampiro. So hang on for that one. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out. Enjoy the rest of your week. We will see you on Thursday with Vampiro.